When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode was recorded prior to the knowledge of the tragedy of China Thomas. From all of us here on Causeway Street, we want to send our hearts and our condolences to Isaiah Thomas and his family during this difficult time. May she rest in peace. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh, couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into a very special episode of the Causeway Street hey. Podcast. Call this one the Celtics Playoff Preview because the Celtics are not only the number one seed, but they're going up against the Chicago Bulls, and somehow they have their back against the wall. Right, fellas? Am I right uh, or am I wrong? Sean's was, too in love with this beat right now because Sean's beat, loving man. it right now. Uh, this, is, this is my shit. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar dropping that great album, by the way. But Sit down. Anyways... How about those Celtics, though? Number yeah. one seed. Number one seed. I told you I tried to tell everybody that it was still a pro, uh, achievable goal. It was still achievable, even after they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, of yeah. course, they grabbed the number one seed. But the fact Sad that they still, they're still that team with their back against the wall because no one is giving them credit for a team that could potentially go as far as the Eastern Conference Finals. But that's Nobody. okay because the Celtics are used to that. No, but guys, they're used to that. But, guys, they're the worst first seed ever since the 1979 supersonics and big shout out to people bringing that up including espn <laughs> oh, wait, wait, espn wait, wait, has wait, them wait. what the most uh the team that's most likely to 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 choke in the first round you know what i call all that? the teams in the eastern conference you know what i call oh, that? out of all the teams in the nba excuse me 28 percent chance i call 28. that i call that keep adding fuel to that fire baby that's what's gonna that, keep them going it. right the celtics 
have been built on being an underdog all year. People think that, yeah, maybe, yeah, you can win 50 games, sure. You have no chance of being the one seed. They're the worst team in the Eastern Conference. It's in the top four. I'll take the Wizards. I'll take the Raptors. I'll take the Cavs over them. Guess what? Celtics have, have been able to put together an injury-filled regular season where they have still been able to take the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, which, you know what? Yeah, I know what, last time we talked about the Hawks and we talked about the Raptors and we talked about the Pacers when they've taken it and they haven't been able to take over from, they haven't been able to, you know, beat LeBron, but who knows, man? The number one seed, you can't you can't overlook the number one seed. Right. Getting to that point, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's, it's much different from, from the Western Conference number one seed, right? Because the Western Conference, you have your two top teams. It's a coin flip between those two top teams, right? Obviously, if there's a, if there's, you're going to pick the Cavs, you're going to pick the Celtics, you're going to pick the Cavs most of the time. But if the Celtics can get that number one seed, that's what they need to have that advantage if they do meet up in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Eastern Conference Finals are bust, baby. Let's go. Well, that's the thing, though. I feel like as a number one seed, I can't remember the last time we saw number one seed. I mean, maybe the Hawks. What was that? A few years ago. I can't think of another number one seed where people are not giving them the benefit of the doubt to reach the Eastern Conference Finals, right? I mean, yeah. I don't see people with potential put in there the which Hawks is fine because we i'm not surprised by that. that year they won 60 right games. they won 60 games and i feel like people still weren't putting them in the eastern conference finals however the difference between those two teams though is that the Celtics have a much easier route right you're missing the cleveland cavaliers you don't have to face them you don't have to face the toronto raptors which in my opinion those are the two best teams in the eastern conference are going to give the Celtics the most trouble well correct? yeah i think i i think you 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 you've benefited three ways First off, you get the number one seed, so you get the worst team in, in the Eastern Conference yeah, playoff picture, which is the Bulls, right? I mean, the Bulls are not are not a scary opponent. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But, I mean, then you can avoid the two teams that I think the Celtics have zero chance against. or not, Sorry, not zero chance. I'm not saying they have zero chance. But in the second round... Mm. I would be upset. I would I would be not upset, I guess. But a little bit upset. What are you trying to say, Sean? In the second round, <laughs> if you had to play the Raptors or the Cavs, the Celtics would be big underdogs in either of those series. Okay. But now you get say. either the the Wizards or the Hawks, which will be a battle of a series because the Hawks have been playing some great basketball lately. I don't know if it's going to carry over to the playoffs, but the Celtics get to avoid Tamar DeRozan and LeBron James, mm. the two, the number number two and number three player in the Eastern Conference this year. After Isaiah, wait, so you put Isaiah over LeBron this year? Yeah. All right. I think Joel's gonna kill me. No, I didn't, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> That's Joel's boy. You better chill. You know he's got, know, a, Lebr- he's got a LeBron James jersey. On no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying though. MVP candidates, right? You're looking I, at I, Isaiah I Thomas going to be the LeBron James and Demar Derozan. I but don't, I don't have a LeBron jersey, just so you know. Sway, okay. Sway did. Sway was given one. I don't know what he did with. I it. had one. In, I had one, and mine disappeared as well. It's a white Cavs jersey. Mm. I gave mine away about eight years ago. I was I was giving given. A jersey. I didn't mm-hmm. actually buy it, I swear. Anyways, that's beyond the point, though. Okay, my whole— You steal my LeBron James jersey, man? Oh, was that yours? <laughs> it probably was. You know what? It was in college. Someone gave it to me in college. That's where my jersey I think... was. No, shut up. You had a LeBron James jersey? Yeah, man. It I lost yours. it in college. Was it a blue one? The, the, no, it was the white. Away? Oh, no, it was not. All right, all right. I think it was, I think it was Ann, actually. Ann uh, Castiglione. Big shout-out to Ann. Anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> so to help us look into this series uh, is, what up, uh, believe it or not, it is Al Horford's sister. Anna Horford told us, what, a few days ago that she would be more than happy to join us on the, on the program. So we're going to get it to her in a little bit. But first things first, guys, before we get to her, I want to talk a little bit about this matchup and about the fact that there is not only the Dwayne Wade factor, because we saw what Dwayne Wade did last season, but there's also the, of course, the Ray John Rondo factor. Which Ray John Rondo are we going to see in this series? Are we going to see the 2012 Ray John Rondo? Are we going to see the 2014 Ray John Rondo who imploded and completely separated himself from the team and got selfish? Whatever happened in Dallas, I'm I'm still not 100% sure what happened in Dallas. But whatever it was, it wasn't good. I know good. what happened in Dallas. Whatever it was, it wasn't good. And at the end at the end of the day, I feel like that's that may or may not happen in this scenario. But whether it does or not, what can we expect from Ray John going up against the Celtics? And what can we expect from Dwayne Wade? Are we going to see the Dwayne Wade from last year? Or are we going to see the Dwayne Wade that we've seen in the last month or so? Nah, it doesn't matter what Rondo and Wade does in this series. It's all about Jimmy Butler, man. That's it. Jimmy Butler is okay. by far the best player on that team. Dwayne Wade and Ray John Rondo are role players at this point in their career. Um, could could Dwayne Wade go out for 25 points in a game? Yeah. But... I think that has to happen for the Bulls in order I, for them to have a yeah, chance. Yeah, which is why I truthfully I don't even. Are we going to make predictions later? Because I <clears throat> normally I always make predictions and they're always wrong because I always say sweep. So I'm not going to say a sweep. I'll say five, but I really think it's going to be a sweep. Joel, what do you think? Um, I think the Celtics win it in six. Well, that's me too. I don't like I only because only I because like you know why people say six games. No, no, I'll tell you why because. Of the way they're gonna lose to Chicago twice. Listen, 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 listen. Let me let me explain. Can I explain? Why is that in like unbelievable? I know, seriously. unbelievable. Let me let me tell you. Let <laughs> Number me one seed, motherfucker. You <laughs> let me explain to you. Put some spec on the name. <laughs> See, all of a sudden, Sean's put the Celtics all the way up on this pedestal because they had the number one seed. Okay, all right. Well, he already has them in the finals, right? You penciled. Put some spec on the name, man. Okay. Well, let me explain to you why I think they'll win in six. Um, there'll be one game. There'll be one game where they'll flat out just they'll just win. Why? They just they just it's just. Look I want to look at the season series. Stats. Look at the season no, series. No, I, I I know, but <laughs> what do you want? Look, look you at the you season want a box score? Oh, what? So you think that they're gonna call a phantom fucking call on Marcus Smart on a fucking that Jimmy? Could, that's that could that could be that could that be was, a reason why they that lose. Was, that, that was that could be a reason the, why they lose. That was the most bullshit game. Look at look at it from the refs' perspective, right? Just to just to piggyback on what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Who do you think the refs or, or a lot of or a lot of basketball analysts look at as the best player in the series? Honestly, not what you think, but what they think this year. No, in this series yeah. between the Celtics. Yeah. And no, the no, no, last year, Sean. No, no, yeah. two years ago. Says Isaiah Thomas. No, no, no. I'm with Joel, 100. They're, they're, they're talking about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. They're bro. talking about Jimmy Butler, the best player. Jimmy, in the we're series. not talking about this season. We're talking about overall as a better player. Just, just, just time out. Hold on. Jimmy Butler is if Jimmy Butler came to the Celtics, it would be Isaiah Thomas and then Jimmy Butler. They'd be one A and one B. We're talking about their base. No, 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 no. We're all talking about in the eyes no, of the national media. No, the national no, media. I think you guys are missing out on it because there's there's pedestals, right? Isaiah Thomas and Jimmy Butler are pretty much on the same pedestal. It's not like you're going up against a Kawhi Leonard or a LeBron James or a Steph Curry okay. where they're going to get those calls. No, not no, for the I, national you're, media. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm Jimmy, right. Jimmy Butler is <laughs> you know not. Right. Jimmy Butler is not ahead of Isaiah Thomas on that list. The national media. I'm not talking it about. Doesn't, I'm not talking about media. Boston media either. I'm talking about NBA. There's 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 
hierarchy in the NBA. If you have a LeBron James, if you have a Kevin Durant, well, you just if you have Isaiah's a Steph LeBron Curry, James, so it doesn't matter. This conversation is is, is mute on top in terms of terms of what you think Isaiah Thomas. is I'm making ranked. a great point right now, and you're just gonna go back to that. I'm saying Isaiah Thomas is having an MVP caliber okay, year. Okay, but we're talking about overall player. We're not talking okay. about this season. Okay, we're talking about overall player. So it's fine. So, so I think did, Isaiah why did, Thomas. Why did Jimmy Butler get that call? Isaiah Thomas last month or and, two months ago. and Jimmy Butler are pretty much on a level playing field. If you're talking about, hey, you know, you have if there's a if there's a top 25 list, Isaiah Thomas and Jimmy Butler are within two rankings of each other. Wow. Who, however, you rank them on. We each go other. back to our 20, top 25 list. I'm pretty sure a good um, a good chunk of us rated Jimmy Butler over over Isaiah Thomas, and that was what two months ago. Is Jimmy Butler in the caliber of LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard. Why does that matter? It. What are you talking about? Why does it matter? Does he's it matter? not going to get calls in the playoffs. All over. I'm talking about. All I'm talking about is he's not. Isaiah barely gets calls now. Are you serious? Are you not been watching Celtics games? How many times does he fall and he never gets a call? Isaiah Thomas went to the free throw line the second most times in Celtics history, okay. only behind Paul Pierce. Okay, but we're talking about the he's playoffs. cut to the line. All right, when when the Celtics lose by a point because Jimmy Butler went to the free throw line, then we'll talk because that's that's one of the reasons I'm why just saying, they'll win one game at least. The second game is stuff that the, the Bulls will win. They'll they'll win flat out. Right. But I'm still I'm, the Celtics will still win. So, it, but we'll you, still beat them. But you you understand what I'm saying? There's a there's a there's the the royalty of the NBA, which you're not dealing with with this series. If you had, if you were going up against, if the Bulls had, I don't know, even if you were playing up the, the Pacers, right? Paul George may, probably not. He's probably in the same camp of. of but we're not uh, talking about that. We're talking about in this series, in this series. Okay, you know, the listen, referees right. and consensus of putting quotation fingers, NBA analysts are going to say that Jimmy Butler is mm-hmm. the best player in the series. No, I don't think so. Sway, I don't, th- am I don't I wrong, think so. Sway? You're I the mean, media sway. Come in on. the eyes of the national media, I feel like Jimmy Butler gets the edge just because of his history and because of he's been sort of known as like, okay, he's the two-way player of the league aside from Kawhi Leonard, right? Can we say that at least? Yes. Yeah, so he's Isaiah in the Thomas same... is still sort of the up-and-coming all-star, mm, whereas no. I feel like Jimmy Butler's already that, been solidified. Not only that, Jimmy Butler has been deep into the playoffs as if Isaiah hasn't. I'm not shitting on Isaiah. All I'm saying is I'm just not... think about it from both perspectives. That's I, well, what I'm saying. Look, it's like we said at the top of the episode, Sean. Why... Why does ESPN have the Celtics as the team most likely to choke? Thank you. In the because, matchup because because they don't believe no. in what Isaiah Thomas can do, especially in the playoffs. No, it's because that they're the number one seed. But that doesn't. No, mean hold anything. on. Mm. They're the number. Let me finish my freaking sentence. They're the number one seed without one of those crazy all NBA players on the team, which is the same thing as the Bulls because they look at the Celtics. It's not the same thing. Which is the same reason why they have the so Bulls. You're the Bulls Given this, doing this unlikely upset or likely upset in terms of all one, so, one okay. seed against eight seed. All right, so you're going to put Jimmy Butler then in the top five players. I'm not NBA. doing that. I'm telling you the national consensus. You're not watching the national consensus then if you don't. So the national honestly. consensus puts Jimmy Butler in the top 10 in the NBA in players? Just because, you, just, because, just because you put Isaiah Thomas in the top 10 doesn't mean... I'm not putting Isaiah Thomas so in the top So then what's the question? Why are you asking me that question? You think that Jimmy Butler on I the I don't polls, think. All I'm saying is that's the national consensus. I've been watching ever since the Celtics clinched. You think that's the national consensus? Ever since I fucking saw the Celtics clinch number one, it's getting, the number one seed. crazy. Already. Every shit that I've watched, ESPN, NBA TV, TNT, they're talking about Jimmy Butler being the number one. That's all I'm saying. I'm reiterating what I've been seeing, not what I think. What I've been seeing. 
Right. That's all I'm talking about. When that wasn't a foul. What Joel is saying is that Isaiah Thomas wouldn't have gotten that call. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. It's that little that the little phantom thing. foul. But it's not gonna be. It's not gonna Where be. Where was enough. that game? Right before the All Star break. Where no, he's was saying it? it's in, in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, it was in Chicago. So they oh, got a so, home court so call. Out of, out of seven games, you don't think they have a chance to win one or two games? That's all I'm saying. My, I'm not disagreeing with the national consensus. I don't care what the national consensus. Right, is. but that's the whole no, thing wait, that Joel's relaying. Hold relate. on, hold on. I'm saying though, is that the national consensus isn't a landslide enough where it's going to have any effect on this series. If 51% of the national consensus say that Jimmy Butler is a better player than Isaiah Thomas, it's having no effect on the series. If you're putting Isaiah Thomas up to LeBron James, yes, it's probably a 90% chance that everyone's going to pick LeBron James. That could affect the series. They're so close, it doesn't freaking matter what the national consensus is it doesn't matter if if 57 percent of the uh national media thinks that jimmy butler is a better player or that people in in the united states think that jimmy butler is a better player than uh isaiah thomas he's not in the upper echelon he's not a superstar in the nba he's on the exact same playing field as isaiah thomas and it's not gonna have any effect in the series that's all i'm trying to say well, one thing I got to say, guys, is that I'm really excited about this playoff run because you know what? Out of the last what? This is going to be the third run for Brad Stevens. I think compared to the last two, this is not even close to the type of team that we want to see in the playoffs because now the Southerners have the type of team, oh. not only because they're the number one seed, but because of the fact that they are they have the chance because, like we said from the top, this is the easiest route that you can pick for the Celtics. They don't have to face the Cavaliers. They don't have to face the Raptors. I think they have a really – this is the best chance they have in making the Eastern Conference Finals. And, guys, you don't want to miss that, okay, because I'm going to be there. Sean, Joel, I'm sure you guys will not – I'll be in the house. You guys are going to be there too. And everyone out there listening, you do not want to miss out on that. And the best way to get there is through the SeatGeek app, okay? I, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, but you have to download the SeatGeek app Seat if Geek. you haven't already. Right now it is playoff time. And your chance to earn a $20 rebate off of your pair of tickets is still available. Download the SeatGeek app. Make sure you go to the settings tab and write Causeway as the keyword to get yourself that $20 rebate and the best deal around. Trust me. You go to anywhere, any other site, you're not going to get a better deal. This is the best deal. You are not going to find a better one anywhere else. That is the SeatGeek app. Download it on your phone. Make sure you go to the settings tab. Type in the word Causeway, and you'll get yourself a $20 rebate. Still available right now, and right now is the best time to save money on some playoff tickets. SeatGeek, make sure you download the app. Add the keyword Causeway and get yourself that $20 rebate. I love SeatGeek. Nothing Mm -hmm. even compares to it. But we still have to get to our guest. Our guest of the show. Anna Horford, who has been waiting patiently. Anna, we appreciate it. We appreciate you stopping by. This is going to be a very fun conversation because I've been dying to talk to Anna for, what, a couple of months now? We've been talking about getting her on the show. I've been trying to talk to Anna for a while, man. Yeah, well, here's your chance, Sean. Hey. Here's your chance. This is Anna Horford joining Causeway Street to talk to us about the upcoming series and a bunch of other things having to do with the Celtics, of course. What's up, Anna? Welcome to Causeway Street. Hi, thanks for having me. So, it Anna, it's it's funny. So I've been talking about what like the last month or so, guys. Like a month or two, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Anna on. I'm gonna get Anna on. You know, I want to reach out to her. 
And these guys were like, man, you know what? You were probably trying to, you know, you would probably slide into her DM trying to get her to, to get on. She's like, you know, she probably doesn't even want to talk to you. That's what that's the whole problem. I'm like, you know what? Little do you guys know. You can't even DM her because she doesn't put up with that kind of nonsense, ah, right? You have to tweet at her. So you know what I did? I sent her a tweet, and the very next day she responded. So I appreciate that, Anna. Much appreciated over him. It must have helped that this yeah, twitched. Of you know what? You're at yeah, Joy. You're right. Yeah, it probably held that the Celtics clinch, and she was probably all jacked up and ready to go. You know what? It's funny, Anna, because out of all of uh, I don't know what Celtics Nation, I mean, Anna stands out the most because of her Twitter game. Her Twitter game is very strong. It's on Isn't point. that right, Anna? It's on point to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You're you're telling me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. You're I thought you. I thought she'd be more cocky about it. I thought no, she'd be like, yeah, she's humble. yeah, it's in. It's, <laughs> she's humble. I like the Kendrick song, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. So, Anna, um, what's your initial pre- impression of this matchup? I mean, how well do the Celtics match up against Chicago? And what do you think are sort of in the Celtics' advantages when you're going up against a scorer slash defender like Jimmy Butler? In my opinion, one of the best two-way guards in the game. And then you also have, you know, it's a lot of dynamics to this to this series, right? I mean, there's a bunch of angles. You have that. You know, Jimmy Butler going up against Isaiah Thomas. You got Dwayne Wade trying to relive what he did last year in the postseason, which he had a pretty good postseason. One of his better ones, in my opinion. And then there's Rajon Rondo. I mean, Rondo hasn't seen the playoffs since 2014. And if he's able to, you know, relive the Celtics playoff Rondo, I mean, we could be into a seven-game series talking between the Celtics and the, and the Bulls. What's your initial reaction to this matchup between the Celtics and the Bulls? Uh, my initial reaction, I mean, <clears throat> I'm really confident in our squad. You look at their roster and you see, you know, Butler, Rondo, Wade, and obviously those guys, they're huge threats, and they're all going to be in playoff mode, uh, which is a little nerve-wracking, but I think if we come in and we play team basketball, I think we can get it done. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so Celtics, obviously your brother came in this year, Al, and made a big difference taking the team from, what was it, the fifth, fifth seed last year? Fifth seed last year. To the first Win, winning over year. 50 games too. So I, I I mean I want to know what how it was for you being, you know, obviously a huge Hawks fan, probably when I, I'm assuming those I mean, 9 years. Yeah. Those 9 years Al was there. How has the transition been? I mean, the Hawks and the Celtics sort of hated each other there for a while when Al was down there. How how has the transition been for uh now rooting for the Celtics? For me, I mean the transition is an easy one just because family always comes first. So mm-hmm. I have so much love for the Hawks and the Hawks organization, and, you know, it was fun to be part of that family for so long, but when Al made his decision, we didn't even think twice about it. We were like, hey, he knows what he's doing, this is what he wants, and we're going to support him no matter what. So um, it's been weird, though, because, you know, you call one place home for so long, and you get used to, you know, going to games in Atlanta and, and whatnot switching it up but I mean it's all about supporting family at the end of the day so how's the transition been for Al I mean I'm sure he's had conversations with you about the city and the you know the, the fans of course and the, the garden and I know you've been to the garden not too long ago if I'm not if I'm not mistaken yeah. two months ago I think it was the first time you went to the garden what was that like um it was awesome it was it was so it was so intense you know every seat was filled which is crazy and just the energy in the building was so awesome, and I know that the transition for Al, I mean, he's had you know, a really good season with the Celtics so far, and I think he just really is looking forward to the future and how far, you know, the team can go, and and so, yeah, it's been it's been really good, a really, you know, for the most part, it's been a really positive experience, so. 
I'm pointing at Joel. No, go no, ahead. Hold on, hold this on. is if when you, you speak. Joel. So if you got to pick Atlanta or Boston for Al to call home, what are you picking? <laughs> I just want to hear you say Boston. That's about really, it. Sean. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, obviously. There we go. Obviously, I gotta. Obviously, I gotta go with Boston. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sean just loves hearing the city get props. That's what yeah, you mean. man, I do. Right, right. <laughs> Before the Celtics clinched the number one seed, I I saw a couple of quotes from uh, Al, and he's excited about the playoffs obviously and he said the main reason why he wanted to sign here in Boston was for this playoff run so what do you see in terms of like expectations and sort of what's going to happen and and not just doesn't this first round but as the playoffs go on yeah I mean I've got a lot of confidence in Al and the team in general I think everyone is really going to step up come playoff time just because that's what you know any player does uh, when it comes down to it. And I think you're going to, you know, really see a lot of grittiness. Al is one of the most competitive people I know. He hates to lose. He hates it. And so he's going to put it all out on the floor. And, you know, I think I think they're going to do really well. I think we're absolutely going to take Chicago and, and just go from there. Hell yeah. Are, you, are we going to see uh, you at the Garden at any point during this series or in the playoffs? Um, I'm not sure about this series. I'll be in Chicago all next weekend, so uh, nice. just because it's only a few hours away from me. So, um, so I'll be there Friday and Sunday. I'd really, really love to get to the Garden. Uh, you know, come playoffs, just because everyone is so like you have to go. Everyone's really hype about it, and I definitely want to be able to experience that. So, so I'll see what I can do as far as getting to the Garden as well. Awesome. So I, I got a question for you. I mean. Uh, I I think one of the favorite th- one of the favorite tweets of all the uh, Celtics Twitter this year was when you decided to just absolutely destroy Michael Felger on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, I, love that, it. that was like my favorite thing to see. I mean, as a boss, yeah. as a Boston sports fan, like we listen to Felger every day because you do. I do because okay. he's just the, I just <laughs> Speak I like for yourself. Sean. I, I feel like I like to get angry sometimes and I yell at the radio, but like so. So Mike Felger is hating on your brother. That's why Felger does it. Go ahead. No, he's hating on your brother. So I don't know what. Bring us back to that point because I want to know what's <laughs> going through your mind. Just call, basically calling him out for his bullshit. I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, uh, someone had like initially like sent me a link to a video of him, you know, with some not so great things to say about Al missing a game. Uh, because of his daughter's birth, mm. which is just which is ridiculous, insane. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, let it out, um, Anna. You can swear here. This isn't yeah, you know, sorry, FM radio. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, let it out. Let it out. I, I encourage this. I'm but swearing all fucking night. You guys have me, yep. me talking about Mike Felger, so there might be some. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, no, so I didn't even. I mean, I didn't know much about the guy. I'm obviously not in Boston, listening to his negativity on the radio 24 seven. Right. But based on what you know. A lot of Boston fans have told me he's just kind of like just a negative douche, and you know, <laughs> that's he, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just you know he's just trying to get attention and whatnot. But it just it made me really mad. I'm very protective of my siblings, of all of them, and so you know I felt like I had to speak up and say something and put him in his place because that just wasn't okay. Yeah, I'm glad you did. That was that was great. It's like uh, that made like national headlines. Yeah, too. I know. Well, I mean, let's great. think about it though. <laughs> I mean, him call Felger calling out Horford for missing a game because of that. That's it's ridiculous. ridiculous thing and I've it was heard. like the second week of the season too. It's yeah. like, come on, man. Right. Players, 
Yeah. Yo, so Anna, let me let me ask you this too. So Al did get a ton of money, right? He got a ton of money to play here. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that those expectations that you know Al has to be this franchise player? Do you think that's weighing on him at all? Like the the money, the big contract. Do you think that? You know, he thinks about that at all, or is he just trying to go in every day just being the same player he's always been? I mean, Al's a very level-headed guy, and I think he knew, you know, the responsibility coming in and getting a max deal with the Celtics, and he knew what that meant, and he knew that you guys are really, you know, you're hardcore fans, and you're (laughs) going to let him know when you're not happy or when he's doing well, and and so I think he, he knew all that stuff coming in, and... He's just going to go in. He's going to do his job. I mean, IT was just talking about how Al said at the beginning of the season he was going to try and make IT's job as easy as possible, and he's done that. And, I mean, it shows. You know, he's he's a potential MVP, you know, candidate. He's real, he's way up there with those guys. So so I think he I think he just wants to come in and, and do his job and do the best he can and contribute to the team. Back when Al had those concussions at the beginning of the year, how bad was that for him? Because it, it seemed like he was out for for a very long time. And, like, obviously we know the concussions, those, you know, they're no joke. The protocol and all that. You know, yeah. there's protocol now. But how bad was that? Was that was that a tough time for him? Or did he have some trouble getting back on the court from that? Or, or what was going on there? Yeah, I mean, I knew that he just – he really wanted to take his time with it just because you can't mess around with head injuries. And I don't think he initially knew uh, how severe – the concussion was Mm. until he had gone to some follow-up appointments and whatnot. And, you know, just to be on the safe side, he sat out a good, a good amount of time. And it's good that he did that because, you know, if he hadn't, there could have been lingering injuries and whatnot. Mm. Uh, And so, so yeah, no, and and so if he hadn't been out for those games and if we hadn't been battling injuries all season long with our team, who knows where we'd be right now. I think we'd have a lot more wins than we do now. And so I think that speaks volume. You know, a healthy Celtics team, uh, it's something It's something people should worry about. Yeah, I mean, as bad as the injuries were for the Celtics this year, right? I right. mean, they were getting rest, and but now they're fully healthy for the playoffs. Right, but, playoff it, run, but it's funny because so. it's sort of like a silver lining because you see all these, these teams, these top-notch teams that are resting their guys. Now the Celtics, they didn't have to do that right. down the stretch. There was right. like everyone already got their rest, whether we're talking Isaiah Thomas, Horford, Crowder, Bradley. I mean, key guys, they all suffered injuries, and as bad as it was at the time, at the end of the day, it's sort of – you know, they're sort of in their stride right when they need to be going into the postseason. So, I mean, you know, and you make up a good, you brought up a good point. I mean, the Celtics could be like a 56, 57 win team if they didn't 60, go through all baby. those 60. all those injuries. I was going to go there, yeah. but okay, maybe 60. Who knows? <laughs> right. I, I go there. I, I definitely say Hell 60. Yeah. If, I mean, if we had right. Al and Avery all season, I think we could all have year. done a 60 win Oh yeah. yeah! See, me and Anna on the same same wavelength right now. We, we're, we're <laughs> you guys are vibing. <laughs> Anna, um, what was what was Al like growing up? I'm dying to know because I know you guys come from a big family. What was it five siblings? It's five of you guys. Yeah. Um, was he yep. like the older brother who was protective? Like when you brought a boyfriend to the crib, you know, was he like, <laughs> "Who's this dude? Like, I don't like this guy." Was he real laid back? Like, what was, what was that like? You know, back, he you was know, sneaky. Back in the day? You know, he was sneaky protective, man. Probably. <laughs> well, he. I mean, he and he and my other brother John are. They're the two oldest. They're both definitely protective. But Al had gone to college. You know, I was. Uh, ah, yeah, that's was true. In, he was in Florida. You know, I was in. 
yeah, I was in middle school when he went to college, so I wasn't exactly bringing guys home in front of him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's uh, really so protective, but he's also always been very inclusive, and, you know, he's he's 30, and I'm 24, so he's always been, you know, there's always been that gap, but when we were younger, I just, he would stay home and, like, hang out with us and, like, play games with us and the neighborhood kids when, like, a lot of guys would go out and party and stuff. We'd, like, guilt trip him into staying. So nice. just, like, he's always just been, you know, he's just always been super sweet and, and a great big brother. So He never had any, like, the lookout boys making sure that there was no uh, no creeps <laughs> coming coming by, nothing like he was in college? What are you? I mean, why are you asking? <laughs> I'm dying to know, man. You know what, Joel and I. This is my brother, by the way. Joel's my brother, and like, it, it's just us yeah. two. So we don't have a sister. I, I don't know that dynamic. So thank I'm, God, I'm, by the way. I'm dying to know. <laughs> yeah, thank I God, because no I would man. be protective. I would be that guy. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I would be yeah. that brother. I would no, be the I mean, older my, brother. Yeah, I went as far as like guys now. Like my ex was covered in tattoos. He was in a metal band, and so that was a little different for Al. What did Al Very like. He's not into tattoos yeah. or anything like that. It's the exact um, opposite. I started getting tattoos, and and Al wasn't super stoked on that. So <laughs> yeah, it must be pretty uh, intimidating so yeah, I mean, he's too. Just, he's a little more conservative. It's got to be intimidating oh. to like see see uh, you know if you're dating if you're dating somebody and they see a seven foot dude walk in as your brother. That's got to be a little <laughs> especially after he too, made it to the know? league. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, they know shit. who he is. That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, honestly though, my dad has scared more guys than Al. I mean, my dad's seven one, two eighty. Oh, oh, he used to play too, right? He played in the league. Too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he, he played, played professional. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you play? Yeah, did you ever play basketball so, a little bit? With such a with such a um, basketball family? I, yeah, I did when I was younger. I blew up my knee though. Me and my mm. sister, we don't we don't do the whole basketball thing. Our younger brother is in um he's playing right now, uh, for junior college and then I've got another brother who's been on the Cleveland Cavaliers D League team, John. Um oh, okay. and so so yeah, he's the same size as Al. Uh and so yeah, it's it's definitely a whole family the whole family thing, so <laughs> can't there, escape it. There we go. So, so Anna, you gotta, you gotta give me a percentage. Celtics can get to the finals, represent the Eastern Conference in the finals. What what do you put in the odds on that? What are you putting on a percentage for the Celtics being able to run their way through the East this year? That's a really tough question. That is a tough question. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Bulls series first. No, <laughs> no, we're going all the way, baby. We're I'm over here trying way. to put a percentage myself, and I'm like, oof, that's a tough question. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah, that's a tough question. I really want to implicate myself, so I'm going to say that I think we're gonna. I think we could definitely make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Uh, you know, when when the Cavs come in, it's it's a whole it's a whole new thing. It's, See, this is my. You got to take it to. Whole other level. This is my thing this year. LeBron's been to the finals six consecutive years. He can't keep going every single year. So, so seven's is unlikely. There's gotta number. be a year that he's gonna number. lose. And I, this, it's gotta happen. Probability, baby. We're there. We're number one seed. <laughs> that's it. 
Yeah, I mean, you never know. You never know Seriously? what's going to happen. I believe, I believe in Boston. I really do. Well, this is coming from Sean, who, who's obviously a big uh, Celtics guy. Well, I told you I'm not I, a big I, fan of the Cavs or LeBron I, whatsoever. <laughs> so you can understand how <laughs> he would love to not see LeBron go there and see the of course of all teams see yeah. the Celtics make it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, the silver lining would be LeBron not going to the finals. But, but you know what? Speaking of teams, right. speaking of teams and, and, and players that the Celtics fans don't particularly like, are there any teams in particular that? Sort of used to rub out the wrong way back in you know when he was with the, with the Hawks. Yeah, or players. Are there are there any like rival guys that you can think of that Al you know ever spoke to you about saying like ah oh, this guy always gets under my skin or yeah, I wish I did this and that against this guy. Is there anyone like that in particular? Yeah, I mean uh, we've had our battles with Cleveland over the years, so so that's always been a team that you know. Um, they're not our favorite team. Let me just say it. Let me just say it like that. <laughs> Same thing over like, here. Uh, when Della Vadova was on the team, I hated him. Uh, <laughs> someone, I don't think there's a single Della Vadova fan out there right now. Yeah, someone who personally tries to injure other players I'm not a fan of, so mm. absolutely uh, hated that guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge uh, LeBron fan. I think he's Woo. he's amazing. He's a, you know, he's, He's insane. He's so good. But as far as the way he carries himself, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that. I was just going to say, what, what don't you like about him? Well, is it just that? He's a douchebag. That's what he Yeah, that's basically. What <laughs> I mean, he's a great player. He's a great player. No one can deny that. But uh, I I appreciate guys who, you know, uh, are humble. Who kind of tone down, tone down the douchiness. Yeah, they're <laughs> humble. Thank you. I like those guys. And, those type of players. And so, I mean, I'm sure you guys can tell Al's a very, like, low-key person. Mm. He doesn't ever, like, you know, throw it in anyone's face, you know, about, like, how cool he thinks he is or anything like that. And I appreciate that from, like, anyone from any walk of life, you know, and just treating other people the way they should be treated. So, so yeah, that's, that's how I feel. There you go. Who are some of the, uh, the the teammates that Al likes to kick it with? Like, who are some of the guys that sort of, like, he's a little bit closer to in comparison to the other ones? Like, who are some of the Celtics players that he's, he's drawn uh, close to in this past season? Um, I mean, I think he's pretty close with all the guys. It's it's a little different for him just because he's, like, you know, the oldest guy on the team. That's and crazy. He's the oldest guy on yeah, the team true. and he's 30 years yeah. old. Damn. That's true. Yeah, well, so Joe agrees not too far, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's kind of, uh, like, with a lot of the younger guys, you know, it's fun being young, and it's fun being in the NBA and and whatnot, but right now, Al's, like, totally a family man. He doesn't go out and party. He Mm. doesn't, like, you know, it's so it's kind of, so that I feel like that would be the only thing uh, that, you know, is, like, a big difference for him as far as, like, who he's hanging out with when he's hanging out. But I know he's got love for all his teammates and, and they all get along really well. And I think that shows, you know, they've all got, they've got chemistry. If they didn't, we wouldn't be where we are right now. So. And I got, I got to ask because it's like the, been the big debate since the whole season, pretty much since November, who do you have for MVP? Oh, good question. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, or anybody else? I have, um, I have Russell Westbrook and thank you. Um, good choice. Next good. I'd have James Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, I mean, he's obviously Westbrook, he's averaging a triple double and, and, but they're also six in the West and he's just coming super clutch for his team. And, mm. uh, so, and I, I mean, I like that team. I think OKC, you know, 
they're a good team. And uh, but I also did have like honorable mentions uh, for James Harden and IT, of course, because I'm gonna pull for you know the Celtics always. I think he's the three. And, if you ask me, I think he's third. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think Thomas has to be third. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. I mean, what he's done at his size is insane. Mm. And and you know. Uh, he's just, he's amazing. He's great. He's king of the forest. So. Yeah, I think he doesn't get enough credit for how what he's doing at his size. Like, people just assume now that he's, like, they're used to him being 5'9", but he's putting up 30 damn points a game. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, funny. That's, cause that's ridiculous at 5'9". It's funny because people can criticize him for his size, but they don't give him that, you know the, the what extra, I mean? The added edge, yeah. yeah. The added edge. It's like, oh, no, well, you know, he's great and all, but he's only, like, 5'9". Well, that's that should be much more impressive. Yeah, the fact that he's only. But five, I mean, nine. you can't take it away from Russ. I mean, like any other year, I would yeah. as a Celtics supporter, I would be pushing for Isaiah. But there's no debate. It's Russell mm. Westbrook. Right. That's it. That's it this year. A triple double. It's crazy. Yeah. By the way, I called yeah, that at the beginning of the year. I called it. I predicted that. You you guys <sighs> can say that. You just let him know. Let him Anna, know. He's he's right. He did. <laughs> uh, he, he called, called that. The triple he said he's going to average it, and we we laughed at him. It's amazing. Yeah, that's impressive. You know what? I didn't even think they were a playoff team, honestly. Like I know how good I he is, really but I didn't think they I would make that. the playoffs. <laughs> so you're lucky, <laughs> yeah, in other I words. Just got lucky. <laughs> All right, Anna. Um, this is my last question here. Prediction time. Who wins this series and how many games between the Celtics and the Bulls? Um, I mean, C's all the way, for sure. And I think probably well, uh, season six. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my prediction. That's mine, too. Yeah. I got a sweep. That's nice. it, too. You bring, got a sweep? Bring the brooms out, baby. Get the <laughs> Nah, I don't, think, them out. I don't think it'll be a sweep. Nah. It'll be a good series, though. All right, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? We'll you, know what else, you know what else is my prediction? I think Rajon is going to do some something shady to IT. He's going he's gonna to rough him up a bit. Just jealousy a bit. coming out? I think, I think IT can handle it. Yeah, oh, no, he yeah. can. It's going to be great. It's going to be like a, a, a back and forth, you know, talking smack back and forth. Yeah, but let's think, wait. though. Let's I think, though. wait. If Rondo wants to get under IT's skin... And they both get suspended for a game. Who's hurt more, right? <laughs> See, why you guys bring up suspensions? I'm just saying. Yeah, so no I'm just talking, talking about, about fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about talking. Just saying, you got yeah. to keep an eye out for it. I know Isaiah can hold his own in a fight against Rondo, but that's that's something we got to look out for. <laughs> Anna, who's uh? Yeah, I, what, what, I think he's smarter than that. Yeah, me yeah, too. yeah. That's true. But Anna, what's uh, what's one of your um, I don't know, predictions like that? Like my whole thing is the the Rondo thing. What's what's yours? What what's something that uh that, that we're gonna see? You know that people aren't predicting right now. That people aren't predicting. Yeah, like something that's like something crazy, something yeah, crazy. So this so is what we do. I we mean, make ra- well, random predictions. Just say an outrageous statement, and so you'll be happy. <laughs> that's really what he's asking right now. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of hard on the spot. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think anything crazy, but um, I, I she's like Al's gonna fight are. somebody. That's what it is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows, man? I mean, yeah. he almost got into it with Dwight a few weeks ago. Oh, so. that pissed yeah. me off. Yeah, I hate Dwight Howard. Yeah, man. Dwight's a little bitch for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he really Thank is. Thank you. And then he, like, walked away, like, real quick. I was about to yeah. give him the hands. Yeah, I was going to give him the hands. I think I was one of those guys. Is, that, yeah, I think I was one of those guys where, like, he doesn't know. I don't know, but he doesn't normally get mad. But if you get him but mad, when he's mad, you yeah. don't want to see him mad. Like, that's, yeah, that's what yeah, is that accurate? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Anna, we appreciate you stopping by. We have to do this again soon, yes, all right? We'll see how deep yeah, the Celtics absolutely. go, and then we'll, uh, we'll 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 reconnect. This was fun. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right, later. All right, bye, Anna. All right. Hey, that was fun. Yeah. We got to get her back on here, man. She was definitely. fun. Man. I like definitely. talking to her. Make sure you follow Anna on uh, Twitter. 
That's hey, right. It is the plugs. There you go. I mean, if you're going to follow her, trust me, it is a great follow. What is her Twitter? You handle? are going to be entertained, especially if you're a Celtics fan, which is a good chance because you listen to this podcast, so you must be a Celtics fan. She is at a n n a Horford. Anna Horford, her pretty name. pretty simple. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Like sometimes Anna's you know one N or no, two N. No, that's true. Make sure you that's get the second N. I know it was funny when he that's spelled, spelled it. Second N. A N N A Horford. You know, someone's people gonna sure. be like, that's not Anna, that's someone else. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> also, if Anna you haven't already, Anna? you better be following the Causeway Street podcast blog on Twitter at Causeway Street. So follow us there. Also follow us on Snapchat because we're going to be in the house, of course, for game one on Sunday. Be in the Easter house. Sunday. We're going to be in the house like Kanye, just going crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just said that because you said the Kanye we voice. In we the in the house. There it is. There it is. We'll be there giving you exclusive content, of course, like we always do. And also make sure you follow us on on Facebook because we got a lot of exclusive content from post game interviews, whether it was Brad Stevens, whether it's the Oh, the live the players. The Facebook live. Exactly. Right? Whether it was the players in the locker room, we have you covered. So make sure you follow us on Facebook. On Twitter, we'll give you live content as well on our um, Periscope. You know what? So, Anna, we got you covered for the playoffs. Anna coming on was like the perfect thing to to settle the tension between me and Joel because I got heated for a second there, man. I mean, you put Anna in there, you know, she kind of smoothed things out because she's, she's so positive she's when it comes got to a great, She's got a great voice. I mean, if you didn't know Anna, you would think that she was like born and raised here because she's so positive about this Celtics team. So. And I was so happy. I was, I, was, I was happy about her um, her hate on Mike Felger. That was just great. Yeah, you were loving that. And I'm surprised because you were a 98.5 guy. I'm a Felger guy. guy, man. I listen to Felger, but I You're love. You're a 98.5 guy. I'm I do. Surprised. I do. But, like, everybody, like, he's like a drug. He's just like a, he's like. The, like heroin? Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, man, I really just, you know. Like, you know it's bad for you. I you hate keep, heroin. You should call him, but I'm just up. Like, you should call him up and uh, argue with him. I want to see. I wanted, would love to hear that. He would just <laughs> hang up on me. Yeah, I would be like, you know what? That's at the beep. And I'd be done. I'd be done. He'd be like, that guy sucks. Hang up. But you know what, Mike Felger? That's my Felger impression. You know, someday you're going to be sitting there, getting old, losing your uh, touch. You're going to take his job? Is that where you're going with this? I I, I actually had no end I don't think you even knew where you were going with that. I had no end games. (laughs) And with that, we will wrap up this episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. We're We're up out of here. You know what? Give us your best predictions. Respond to this tweet, of course, because we always put out these links. Sunday, Easter Sunday. Happy Easter, everyone. And uh, we'll check you guys out next episode. We'll see how the Southerners are doing midway through this uh, Chicago Bulls Celtics series. It's going to be a close one. Yeah, let's go C's, baby. This is going to be an entertaining series. I can't wait for this one. Got to take game one. I mean, yeah, I guess... As they say, every game is a must win. But you know what? I think from the jump, this is going to be an entertaining series. So I cannot wait seed, for Sunday. Game one at home, you got to take game one. All right. right. We'll see what happens. Head to CausewayStreetBlog.com for our predictions and keys to uh, the Celtics winning this series and uh, a wrap-up pretty much of the 2016-17 uh, regular season for the Seas, all on CausewayStreetBlog.com. The conversation that runs on Twitter. Never. And you know what? Give us a follow too. You know what? We don't we don't plug our Twitters enough, Sean. At Joe underscore Sway, Sean, where you at? At Sean Dutra. Simple enough. That's it, man. I got that. I got that. Uh, you know. Hey, Sean, you're gonna uh, you're gonna actually you're gonna actually put some work into this piece, right? These prediction piece. Yeah. All right. That's Did cool. I not do it yet? No, it's just funny because I just like uh, you. 
I haven't seen you write in a while, so it's going to be interesting. I haven't written all year, but with the number one seed, so I'm not going <laughs> to stop writing now, motherfucker. I wouldn't say all year, but okay, you said it, not me. I, I think I wrote a little bit. A little bit in the beginning. You were all jacked up. Yeah, you know. All right, we're up out of here, guys. Check us out. All right, later. Later.